Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, Rob J. And counting down. Three, two, one. And joining me now is the voice of Jackson State Athletics, the Hall of Famer, Rob J. Rob, thanks for taking time out with us, and welcome to the broadcast. Well, I appreciate you having me on, Chad. I really do. Well, let's get right into it. The Jackson State Tigers, first time we played you guys in Jackson, uh, beat us up a little bit, sent us home into the Jackson night, shaking our head. What's What's going on with this Jackson State basketball team right now? Wow. I mean, you're right. You're shaking your head. I was shaking my head. That was part of a four-game winning streak for Jackson State uh, with that win over Texas Southern back in January. Uh, Since that time, uh, Jackson State's last loss was last week to Alcorn. It was a one-point loss. JSU missing free throws. and Not really a good free-throw shooting team, but uh, they have a lot of confidence. They got rid of a few players that uh, caused them a little trouble, and I think that was the reason for that early season you know, that early season part where they couldn't win any games. But, you know, they're doing pretty good right now. Well, Rob, when you talk about uh, the Jackson State basketball team had a defense, got a defensive uh, preseason player of the year, McGinnis, uh, what's he like on and off the floor? Man, he's a, he's a good guy. And I talked to the coaches on the way here to, to Houston, and we're just talking about some of the players on the team. And he was talking about how Javius is such a good guy and – He's um, he's a good student as well. Now he may be hampered tonight because he broke his nose in practice. He was just coming mm. back from two ankle injuries, but he broke his nose in practice. A freak accident. Uh, he's going up for a rebound. A guy went back and hit him in the nose, and he'll be wearing a mask tonight. Well, let me ask you this. You know, we've seen this situation before. You know, the successful football. Uh, the success on the women's side of things as far as basketball is concerned. Do you feel like there's pressure uh, for this men's basketball team to be successful like the women's basketball team and and football? You know, I don't think Coach Brent will see it like that, but a lot of fans do. You hit that right on the head. A lot of fans put pressure on the men's basketball team because of the success of the women, because of the success – of football because of the success of baseball. They're putting a lot of pressure on the men's basketball team. But if, you know, if, if the fans, like, like, like we talked about, Chad, we talked about how fans just don't really know uh, the, the ins and outs of this thing, not only the broadcast, but with basketball. You know, there's been a lot of injuries, COVID, um, like I said, coach kicking players off the team. So it's, 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 there is a lot of pressure on Coach Brent to win because of the success of the other school, of the other uh, programs. And when you think about it, it seems like since the swag season has started, everyone has done their part to make sure we play the rest of the season. we got a few games left, but it seems like everyone has done their part to make sure that we play this thing out as far as COVID is concerned. It seems like uh, non-coms who are still trying to 
get things together. Even that's all around the entire NCAA. Everyone is continuing to play games. Yeah, and I my credit and my hat goes off to Coach, uh, Dr. McClellan, the SWAT commissioner, for you know letting these teams know. Okay, now you talk about you not playing because of COVID, you forfeit. So he's done a great job to make sure this season is played out, and we're nearing the end as we head to the SWAC basketball tournament. I think you know everybody's done a great job. I don't think anybody's. Um, maybe Alcorn had a few issues, but other than that, this season has been really, really good. And when you look at this Texas Southern basketball team, the Jackson State's opponent on today on the men's side, uh, as we carry first place, it's just so ironic. Southern came into the H&P Arena. They beat us at home, and they celebrated, and they danced, and they partied in our locker room. And the next game, they got off the gas, and they fell to Grambling. <laughs> and we played two games, Valley State and Pine Bluff, and now we're in first place by ourselves. And you know what, Chad? I saw that video. I saw um, Southern's coach sneaking in the locker room, doing a dance and throwing water on him, and I was like, man, it's not time to do that right now. Texas Southern is not out of this, man. I mean, Texas Southern is the defending champ, and, that you know, they were acting like the season was over. And, um, and and that's why I was like, when, when JSU won back in January, I was like, man, don't, don't start dancing and doing all this stuff because this Texas Southern team, man, is still the team to beat in the swag, hands down. And then when you think about it, it seems like, to me, it, you don't really dance during the regular season. You dance when you uh, win the tournament and go to the NCAA. That's when you do your dancing. That's right. And no one has clinched yet. I mean, Southern hasn't clinched. You know, Alcorn did their dancing uh, when they beat. I, I can't remember who it was. They, they they did a little dance when they were in first place, and now they're tied for second with Southern. But, uh, yeah, Texas Southern is still the team to beat, man. And, it's, and the, until you knock them off, until you knock Texas Southern off, they are the kings of the swag on the men's side. Well, you got to give the women's basketball team their credit. They've been playing – uh, some great basketball as well. Uh, Coach Reed really has those young ladies playing great, uh, great basketball as they uh, really have been doing a great job. Talk about the emergence of that program, and you've been there since day one, and you were there under the previous regime. Uh, it seems like they got really good really fast. Yeah, I've been around Jackson State basketball for a long time, and this is the first time I've ever seen this women's team, this good. They won 14 in a row. You you go back to last year, I think it's like 27 swat games in a row, but they are really good with Amisha Williams and Maya Crump and some of these new players. They are really, really good, man. And I see where Texas Southern has won four in a row. So this thing is, you know, it's, it's in JSU, they've clinched. The, the ladies have clinched uh, with that win over Alcorn last week. They're 14 um, and 0. But this Texas Southern ladies team, they surprised me. They don't have a lot of players, but they won four in a row. But um, so it's going to be it's going to be uh, a dog fight tonight with Jackson State and Texas Southern. I, I don't know if the JSU ladies going to take their foot off the gas if they're you know like looking past TSU and Prairie View and looking towards the SWAC tournament, but they have to play tonight. Yeah, and I and I guarantee you, after that women's game, the men's game is going to be all about. Uh, I don't know if you can call it revenge, but I guess we want to hold serve and, and hold our home court. But when we played Jackson and Jackson, they came up with a lot of energy, a lot of enthusiasm. And at one point we had the lead and then we gave the crowd nothing to cheer about. Then all of a sudden, uh, Wiseman, the great, uh, that wide receiver, uh, 
did some things at the end of the basketball game to really, really get that crowd into it, and that spelled trouble for Texas Southern. And that's what he does, uh, Chad. He brings a little excitement off the bench. Now, he hasn't been playing much uh, because he's been missing practice, and that's because of the, 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 the walkthroughs with football. Football is they hadn't started practicing, but they, uh, Coach Prime has them coming in for meetings and things like that. But um, he's been missing a little time with basketball, but he brings a lot of excitement to the team. He's a really good basketball player. I don't know whether he's good, better at basketball or football, but uh, Malachi, he can, he can really, really play. And they're going to need him tonight against Texas Southern, no doubt. Well, and, and when you think about it, you we've seen – I've been around. This is my 23rd season. You've been around. Uh, it seems like the Southwestern Athletic Conference with the television deals and the notoriety and different bowls, it seems like the SWAC is, seems like it's better than it's ever been. Your thoughts? Oh, wow. No doubt. Especially with, with Bethune coming in, FAMU coming in, and I hear two other schools maybe trying to come in. The SWAC has definitely become a power conference. And I know, you know, like back in the day when, when, when you and I were calling the games and, and, and you know, during a time when the, the, the SWAC wasn't that strong of a conference, but now it is, man. And, and like you said, they're getting these television deals and they're getting all of these, um, you know, all of this money coming into the SWAC and all of these coaches in football these uh, ex-NFL coaches coming to coach. Yeah, the SWAC, is a, it's a hot ticket right now. Yeah, hot ticket, and it seems like it's a great place to be and the place to be. So uh, as as we move closer and closer to that SWAC tournament, Alcorn State got really good, really fast, and Bussy's second year at the helm at Alcorn State. And who's been doing some things, and Grambling State has come along. Uh, it's just going to be you can't really blink your eye because something might happen or a team might shift and move a little bit closer and closer trying to, to try to clinch this thing. So, hey, this is a very competitive league on the men and the women's side. Oh, you're so right with, with uh, again, Texas Southern leading the way, and then you have Southern Alcorn fighting for second, Grambling, FAMU uh, with, with their top score, uh, Alabama A&M, Prairie View still hanging around. So it's, it's, it's really, really a – a, a tough, tough conference on the men's side, as well as the women uh, as well. But, uh, Chad, I, I talked with one of those hecklers that you dealt with when you came to Jackson. He told me to oh, tell you he's on his way. He said he was on his way to Houston, and he wants to see you. <laughs> well, I definitely have a can of sardines and a brown paper bag, and I'm definitely going to give it to him so he can enjoy the show. Rob J., always a pleasure to speak with you, buddy, in person and on the record. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, Swack Hall of Famer, my good friend Rob J., the voice of Jackson State Athletics, thank you so much for taking time out with us, and thank you for all you have done for the Southwest Athletic Conference, and thanks for the in advance for the things that you will continue to do for Jackson State. Well, thank you so much, Chad. And I want to, before I go, send out my condolences to the entire Texas Southern family for uh, the passing of Ken Burrow. I used to love watching him play with the Oilers, man. So uh, we just sent out our prayers to his family and the Texas Southern family as well. And, and you know, speaking of double zero, Kenny Burrow, he's a Phi Beta Sigma man, great friends with Vernon Perry, great friends with Robert Brazil. Uh, he looked forward to coming to Jackson State every year. He was a part of the broadcast during the Johnny Cole era. And uh, he was just really fun to be around, man. Oh, man, no doubt, man. He, and and, and uh, he's the last player in the NFL to wear number double zero. So he's going to be missed, man. He's definitely going to be missed.
Yeah, and, and it, it, you know, it's like you never know what double zero was going to come out of what he was, what he was going to say because he spoke with his heart <laughs> and he loved Texas Southern and uh, he loved the swag. And he said we had some great football players, basketball players, track, a lot of great athletes coming out this conference, and uh, we should cherish that. He always stated that. And you have one great announcer in Larry Chatterbox-Hale. Oh, man, you're too kind, brother. Thank you so much. And we look forward to talking with you later on down the line. All right. Thank you, Chad. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.